details. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, MIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We're with you until noon. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Toward the bottom of the hour, we'll give you an opportunity to win some barbecue from Claxons in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Before we get out of here, uh, just before noon. Off to Vegas we shall go. He's the Vice President of Ops for Circus Sports. Mike Palm, born and raised here in the state of Iowa, joins us. Hello, Mike, Trent, and Ken. How was your week? Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Trent. A pretty interesting week. The NBA Finals wrapped up. U.S. Open going on. Game two of the Stanley Cup Finals <clears throat> tomorrow night. So it's a good week for uh, for betting. Good week for business. I saw the uh, a picture from the world's largest sports book uh, during the uh, during Game Six last night. Uh, uh, all the seats were taken. Like, I mean, I guess it's not a surprise, but uh, are is there a lot of people in Vegas? Or is, is I mean, we know circus. If you stay there, does, you got to check it out, whether you're staying there or not, or even if you're staying downtown or not. Uh, but boy, it was packed last night. We were sold out. It was amazing. Um, every game of the NBA Finals, both at the book and at the swimming pool. Going into the day, we had like 18 cabanas left, and by about 5.15 last night, they were all gone. So I think it speaks to the popularity of Steph Curry uh, and Golden mm. State. Big one there. They're not the Lakers, but certainly important, obviously, in that market. So look back upon it. Warriors, did anybody have a big future bet pending when you know, before the season or at some point during the year? How did it ultimately turn out for you guys at Circa in the future market? You know, we got beat by the exact um, final result three oh. times by the same player that bet 50000 before the series, after game one, and after game three of Warriors and six. So he picked up just about 600000 on those three bets. <laughs> yeah. uh, conversely, the Celtics, when did the betting public, Mike, if at all, and I, I mean, they were opening some eyes, but seemingly back in January, is that when... Uh, some of the uh, some of the pros started to uh, maybe take a little dabble at the Celtics. When did the Celtics seem to catch on in the betters' eyes? Yeah, late mid mid to late January, they were still a hundred to one. They started to take a little yeah. action. Then by by February, you know, they were getting bet down into the market where they were down under forty to one, thirty to one. So, um, but you know, people in the, in the different series uh, had Milwaukee, they had Miami, so. You know, it wasn't awful. We we lost. Uh, we won in Colorado. Um, we needed Golden State in Colorado. Uh, Iowa was kind of a mixed result. Uh, and then obviously, with those bets in Las Vegas, that 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 got us on the on the Warriors in six. We actually for the series um, wanted the Warriors, but just not in six. It would have been ideal if Boston could have forced the game seven and then Golden State won at home. Is that something when you have that kind of liability that? You guys adjust maybe the point spread, even a half point, just be different than the market. Trying to get more better, say last night to come in. Is that something that you guys do, looking at a big picture? Well, we did. I mean, we stayed at three and a half, the longest of anybody mm-hmm. yesterday, trying to get some some Celtics money for last night in case the Warriors won, and then eventually we had to go to four because 
they were betting the Celtics up to that number. But uh, we did, we definitely wanted it as an offset to our liability on the exact result. Uh, we talked about this on TV. I don't think we'd mentioned it last week, but uh, you know the the MVP uh, of the NBA, Steph Curry, getting the trophy last night. We can't bet that, or we couldn't bet that. Um, and but on July the first, that's going to change here uh, in the state of Iowa. You folks uh, at Circa believe that Iowans are going to gravitate to these type of betting opportunities, right? The the Super Bowl MVP, World Series, the uh, the NFL draft for those people that like to play. But those options that weren't available to Iowans, you think that uh, you've seen it in other states? Just how popular they are, Mike? Yeah, we think it will be a real game changer because uh, look. Right now, Cy Young, MVP in both leagues, NFL season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, the NFL draft. Uh, There's so many things. Heisman Trophy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things that that, it's an interesting way to bet on things. Um, And and you get action every night. I mean, you know, I got three three tickets to the American League for Cy Young and five in the National League. So there's very few days where one of my pitchers isn't going, and I have some interest already. Love that. And it's going to be a a lot of fun. Certainly we'll be talking about that plenty here uh, on the program with you, Mike. Mike, uh, with that, you got hockey going on. We know you're a huge hockey fan. Game one goes to Colorado in overtime. They were a big favorite there. Bigger favorite, obviously, after taking game one. What are you guys seeing in the betting market as we go into game two tomorrow night? Yeah, the Avalanche now um, up over $4 to win the series. four twenty, I believe, last I looked. Um, so if you believe in Tampa Bay, even better time to get in on mm-hmm. them. Although maybe stealing game one was where they were going to win on the road here. I bet it, uh, <clears throat> you know, I bet Colorado to win the series minus the dollar seventy five, and then I bet Vasilevsky for Smythe at four to one. So I mean, don't. I mean, if it's a high scoring series uh, and it goes deep, and Vasilevsky doesn't look good, he didn't look. Neither goalie looked great in game nope. one. Nope. Um, then I could be in liability to lose both. But I do think the Avalanche are going to win the series. They're just so so talented. And to me, visually, it looked um, uh, the other night that. Uh, Tampa was really not prepared for the speed of Colorado. Yeah, a few teams are. I mean, they're they're so quick, Mike, as you well know. Does it feel like, and I know that Tampa fell behind 2 nothing to the Rangers. They were actually on the verge of falling down 3-zip midway through the second period, uh, but the whole series changed after that, uh, after that stanza. Does it feel to you that Tampa almost has to win tomorrow night? Can they fall down 2-0? I mean, the, the Colorado's a different animal than the New York Rangers are. I, I think Tampa is a must-win scenario tomorrow. I don't know. I just you're not going to be able to shut out Colorado for long stretches. So I don't know that you could win four in a row. To your point, or maybe even four out of five. But I mean, when you look at the score, yes, they forced overtime and they rallied from down three-one and two-nothing. But they were badly outplayed in that game, and, and, and they didn't really muster that many offensive opportunities. The first goal was kind of a fluke. I don't know why Kemper came so far out of the net and. Uh, I think they're really up against it. Um, look, Colorado hasn't lost a game on the road. So what do you, you think you're going to go home and win too? <laughs> yeah, really. right? I, mean, I, I get your point here that it's a critically important game if, if Tampa wants to win this series uh, tomorrow night. So as we wrap up the NBA last night, the NHL's dwindling down to the last few games. And, well, it gets to the doldrum, certainly, of the summer. It's baseball and then well, what else can I bet on? I've had many people tell me, pros that have told me, or at least guys that consider themselves pros, 
that the WNBA is a place where there is money to be made. I've never jumped aboard. I've never dug into it. Is it something you do? And do you guys see pros that definitely hit the WNBA hard? Well, that's about all that bets that. I mean, there's yeah. very few mm. casual W. Now, a little bit because of the Aces. Mm-hmm. They've been successful here in the, in town, but it's a minimal market. There's few, I, There are a few guys that bet it religiously and say there's an advantage to it. I don't. I'd have to start following it for a while to figure out what it is. Um, I, you know, I follow women's college basketball, uh, and it's it's nice that, that you know it used to be only when you'd like get to the elite eight that there'd be any lines, and now uh, for most of the ranked teams, there's lines during the regular season game. But no, I haven't paid attention to the WNBA. I really don't even pay attention to it in the playoffs. Uh, let's uh, let's move to baseball. The Braves have won 14 in a row. The The Cubs have lost 10 in a row. Mm. They've got a three-game set in Wrigley Field. You know, early in the year, Mike, we talked about seemingly uh, you guys could not get a bet at Circus Sports on whoever is playing the Cincinnati Reds. Everybody was betting against Cincinnati uh, in that. Are the Cubs starting to fall into that category? They're, I mean, they're a popular team, right? They're, uh, they're one of the national teams, if you will. Uh, Cubs are really, really, really bad. Are, are folks starting to take advantage of uh, of books knowing that the Cubs in all likelihood are going to lose? Yeah, and on the run line, they're betting oh. on the on, on the run. The bullpen is so bad. Yeah, they're five to nothing the other night. And got beat twelve to five. You know, it. It. I said at the beginning of the year when I was on with Mitch and Paul and followed the money on beats, and I said, you know, because we were talking about betting in, in, in like the uh, high five and horse racing, the mm-hmm. exact finish in the in the NL Central. And Mitch was advocating, you know, it was like eight to one. You could get Milwaukee first, St. Louis second, the Cubs third, Cincinnati fourth, and Pittsburgh fifth. And I said, I boy, I don't think the the, the, the one I have a bone to pick with is the Cubs third. Who are they? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm looking at their roster. I don't know anybody on that team. Very few. You Contreras. That's about it. I watched them play Sunday night baseball against uh, Wainwright a couple weeks ago. I don't know all these young kids and who they are. They're they're just they're they're. I don't know what the ownership has done there. Stealing money. Um, yeah, I mean they 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 throw around uh, they throw around uh, dollars like manhole covers. But uh, it's it's a shame that the Cubs have become this bad. And I wonder if we're going to go into August with some really really horrific teams like Oakland and like the Cubs, Royals, uh, and like the, 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 the you know I don't think the Royals are that bad. They're, I'm stunned by their record. And, uh, and the Nationals. I would point out those three teams. I think the Royal. I, I shake my head because I look, they have some good young talent there. Okay. Um, I, I, I kind of like their starting kitschy. I do too. Um, you know, they got three guys that I could bet on, you know, on a regular basis. <laughs> so that, that's strange to me as well. But uh, we're, we're might be heading into uh, the days of August where we're going to be seeing, you know, there were 16 games on Tuesday. Eight games were a two dollar favorite or more. We're, we might be getting into where they're three dollar mm. favorites more on a handful of games every day when we get into August. Well, here we are in the middle of June and football season right around the corner. You guys got plenty of things up. I love your NFL playoffs. Yes, no bet that you can bet right here in the state of Iowa on the Circus Sports app. How about college football? What do you guys have up your sleeve and and that we should be looking for in the coming weeks as it pertains to betting on college football? Uh, we're going to start coming out with the, the conference odds and the, the win totals for college football. And in uh, now they said third week of June, so maybe it's even as early as next week. I'll, I'll get an update from Matt Metcalf and the crew this weekend to let you guys know when Great. those are going to go up. I know people are 
are chomping at the bit, and some other books have them up, and they're they're betting into it. Amal and I started getting into uh, college football, breaking it down on the show this week. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that. There's a lot of excitement for it. Uh, have the last thing for me back back to baseball. Have the is the Dodgers' price as good right now as it's been at any point this season? I mean, the Padres wake up in first place in the National League West here this morning. Giants are right there. Uh, are, is is the Dodgers? If you're going to bet the Dodgers, is now the time to do it, Mike? Well, yeah. I mean, what they're only like two ten to win the division. I mean, wow. we saw them as they were five dollars to win the division a couple weeks ago. It's interesting. I mean, that lineup can hit at every spot, right? Um, I, I think they have some defensive liability. Bellinger, I don't, I don't think he's very good in the outfield. I don't know where you put Luck. And then Bueller on the shelf for three months. Nope. I'm interested to see how Kershaw pitches tonight. I like Gonsolin a lot. I'm, boy, I'm debating if I want to take him at 25 to one if he can keep this going. <laughs> he just seems to have command of all his pitches every time out. And the, the thing I love about him, he works so fast. I love these pitchers that work fast. They make the defense so much better behind them. Um, but Gonsolin and Ant, you know, if you'd have said at the start of the season, what's the win total for Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson combined for the year? You probably put it at what, 12 and a half, 13 and a half. Mm. Those guys are 16 and all between them. Jeez. How long does, how long does that keep up? I don't think Urias has been particularly sharp. So, um, but also what's interesting is when Tatis comes back for the Padres, where do you put him in the field? Mm. I mean, I like Kim's Tatis good. the way it is. Right? Can, can you DH him? You could, but then what do you do with voice? There's a lot of interesting things. But I have a lot of respect for Bob Melvin and the depth of the starting pitching of the Padres. I think this is going to be an interesting race late into the summer here. We'll get you on this. The U.S. Open continues here today. We see Scotty Scheffler at a chip Making in a for run. Eagle. He is back at the top of the leaderboard of name, and it's good to get a couple of names there at the top. Rory teeing off in just a little bit. Uh, as you look at the market, who are you guys rooting against going into the weekend, and, and what time do you usually have those updated numbers up on the app where people, if they want to fire going into the weekend, they can get back involved? Yeah, usually by about 7 o'clock Pacific, so 9 o'clock your time. At the end of the day, they can bet into matchups for the next day and then the overall winner of the tournament. Scheffler was really good for us. Um, McElroy is, is a small winner for us. Our biggest liability is Berger. Yeah, um, I'm on him. Our, huh. our second biggest liability is Bradley. Uh, and then and then after that, it's not too bad. M, Hostler, uh, Pereira. Uh, we have great results to to a lot of these guys uh, that are that are top golfers. Um, so I think we're sitting in pretty good shape right now, actually. Overall handle of the majors, where where does the U.S. Open? I have to assume the Masters. You guys do more, uh, write more tickets on the Masters than any other. Am I correct or am, am I dead yeah. wrong? Yeah, it's not even close because the future market in the Masters. Oh, People sure, the Masters six months out, right? Yeah, it's number one. It's number one. It's like the NFL. It's number one by. A large margin, but the uh, the U.S. Open is a solid second. Mike, happy Father's Day to you and well, to all the other fathers in the listening audience this morning. We will talk to you in a week's time. Of course, the Circa Million, Circa Survivor signups. Trent and I are going to be out there the uh, second weekend in August. Where are you as far as the overlays, Mike? Do you have any idea? Yeah, we're about uh, 250 in the Survivor right now and about 160 in the million. So it'll inch up as, uh, as we head towards August. And, yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the listeners and to the three of us. Indeed. Yes. Good stuff. Thank you, Mike Palm. Appreciate it. 
Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yep, you do the same. Mike Palm, VP of Ops at uh, Circus Sports. Trent and I are going to be out there. And um, if we, if you want to head to Vegas, if you had Vegas plans or you perhaps didn't have a weekend locked in, and if you are flexible and you like to stay downtown, uh, we've got a, uh, a rate that we can share with you. Yeah, it's MC20. He's Miller. I'm Conan. There's where the MC comes from. MC20, get 20% off your room. Now, that rate is good all the way from August 7th through the 17th. So you can use it on any days there, not just at Circa, also their sister property just up the street there on Fremont Street at the D. 20% off. Use MC20 when you check out. Use it at Circa. Use it at the D. And we'll be there. We'll be doing our show live on, what is that, the 12th? The 12th, Friday the 12th. Have a meet and greet then that evening after our show. Also, there's going to be some people around. If you're thinking about signing up for the contest, want to figure out the proxy system, we'll have some people there also. So a lot of fun things going on. And then Saturday, as you depart, I'm going to be partying with everybody at Stadium Swim as we'll have a cabana. Well, I get there Tuesday. And for the folks that uh, can't spend the weekend but want to come out early in the week, we're going to have a setup uh, at the world's biggest sports book. We'll have yeah. one of the – what do they call them? That's uh, not a suite, but like a – booth. A booth, Yeah. yeah. Uh, that we'll set aside for our KX and O. Miller and Condon listeners. So from the 7th through the 17th, once you uh, reserve your room, you get to the port, there'll be a, uh, a little box, a promo code, and once you get there, just enter MC20. Love to see you out there. Uh, sign up for the Circa Survivors, Circa Millions. We'll tell you more about that, but uh, rooms are going quickly, and the sooner you get them, uh, the less you will pay for those rooms at either Circa or the D from the 7th through the 17th or any port. Of that time. Miller and Condon back with a friend Tom Cakert from Hawkeye Report. Tom's next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Your side. The biggest pro football plays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circus Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for Shin.net. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your... Get your podcast. Wolf Construction and Wolf Roofing are currently hiring. What makes Wolf Construction a better place to work is that when we think about developing the whole person is important, whether that person is a new carpenter labor on a job site or that person's a project accountant that works in the office. It doesn't matter who. It becomes more than just a job or a company you show up to. It becomes part of the Wolf family. Competitive pay, excellent benefits, and a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Apply today at Wolf Construction. Des Moines homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renner's Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renner's Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, 
They're professional landlords. Manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com. That's renterswarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happiness. Juna. Now back to Miller and Condon. On 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM, here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. 1130 Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time to get our friend Tom Cakert on the program. He's a staple on Friday. Grateful to him for doing that. Tom, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on, Tom Cakert. How was your week? My week was good, and always good to be on with you guys on Fridays. Appreciate it, Tom. Uh, busy week for you. Camps are going on. Um, I'm guessing, uh, um, you know, no games to get out and watch, but that doesn't mean that uh, things aren't uh, percolating at HawkeyeReport.com, right? Yeah, it's a big, uh, you know, they just had a big camp last night uh, for Iowa, so you got a lot of uh, a lot of kids posting pictures, posing with Kirk Ferentz, <laughs> and saying they had a great camp and all that stuff, so you kind of aware of who's who's there and who's not and um and then uh you know new basketball offers going out mm-hmm. for the class of 2024 when they can contact those guys and um and then you had you know the 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 new players on campus reporting in the last mm. week or so uh so you've got you got some of that uh you know we got to talk to matt gaitens the other day so <laughs> always something going on no indeed it is i like gaten's comment about seeing some of the same faces that media faces that were there uh to uh, when you guys interviewed him that uh, obviously when he was a player you know back to kirk ferentz posing for pictures tom had dawned on me uh look everybody's getting older right um kirk will be 67 uh in in august does he does is he the head coach at iowa when he's 70 do you think right now i'd say yeah I just think he's just kind of on cruise control and just kind of, you know, as long as they're, they keep winning football games and contending for big 10 West titles, it's just, it's hard for, for me to see him, uh, you know, bowing out. Um, it just, I don't, I don't know, but you know, you never know when, uh, Mary's going (laughs) to, uh, his wife's going to tell him that it's it's time to just hang it up. But, she seems to be content with him uh, still going to work every day. And, uh, and, and, you know, I know some coaches that the old school guys are just kind of getting driven out by the NIL thing. Mm. I don't know that Kirk's going to get driven out by it, at least at this point. Seems certainly locked in, also locked in with his son as offensive coordinator this year. And, Tom, it's a conversation that has dominated certainly your message board at HawkeyeReport.com yeah. is if this thing goes south again. If the offense really struggles again, you have looks on paper to be an elite level defense again this season. And if it flounders and you're talking about another offense ranked in the hundreds, how ugly do you think it can get it? And if it gets to that point, is there any way at all, Brian, outside of leaving on his own accord that he would be fired? I don't think so. I think think the only way he's going to be gone is if Brian would resign. And, Mm And here's the thing that I always tell people, uh, if you're frustrated with the offense, um, 
it is ultimately Kirk's offense. Right. Has been that way for for all 24 years uh, under Kirk going into year 24. It's just this has been what the offense is for the most part, unless circumstances like 04 dictate it to change a bit uh, because they don't have running backs. But this is who they are. Um, and, um, you know, Kirk Ferentz would, would tell you, by and large, it's worked pretty well for them, and the record suggests that. Yeah. So um, I, I think he would uh, he would ultimately tell you that uh, it's probably been a, a good thing for, for Iowa football. Tom Caker at com is our guest. Tom, we'll get to the uh, the schedule that came out. We know they're Big Ten opponents, whether they be home and away or just uh, one or the other. Uh, we'll get to that in, in a second. But I want to start with Matt Gatons, who's now back uh, where he played his college basketball. He's on Fran's staff. Um you know, ultimately, they all want to become head coaches at some point, you would assume. And and listening to Matt Gatons as both a player and now seeing his body of work and, and talking to you guys for the first time as a member of the staff, um, how far away is he, do you think, from running his own program? Not that he's going to take over when McCaffrey leaves necessarily, but, you know, these guys, they want it'd be great for his resume uh, to be uh, in the Big Ten and, and, and at Iowa. Head coaching material in your mind? I, I've always thought Matt was head coaching material. It's just because he's always been mature beyond his years. Um, you know, I, I've been fortunate. I, you know, it's funny is I think there are two guys that, that I've covered in high school, college, and now as, as assistant coaches. And I, we've talked about both of them today and it's Brian Ferentz and, uh-huh. uh, and, and now Matt Gatons as an assistant coach at Iowa. Um, and I was thinking about that the other day, just that, you know, Matt has always been just way more mature than most guys, uh, just in the way he carries himself and handles his business. So um, he's just, you know, he didn't, he always seemed more mature in college than he was. So I think he's, he's on the track to be a head coach someday. Uh, and I think this, uh, this time with Fran is going to really do, do wonders for him. I think he, he learned a lot. Uh, from Darren DeVries, yep. learned a lot uh, from his short time with Bruce Pearl, and I think he's going to learn even more now under Fran. So the schedule comes out, of course, back to 20 conference games again this year. Indiana, Michigan State, both should be pretty good this year. Along with Wisconsin, you know, they're always going to be solid. Double plays against them. Home only, the Illini, you can't be happy about that. I know you love when those two teams uh, go head-to-head. For me, growing up in North Iowa, it's Minnesota. That'll only be on the road this season, but Overall, it's hard to read, especially with 20 conference games here, what exactly it's going to be. But getting the Hoosiers twice this year, many people's pick to win the Big Ten this season. Yeah, and and if you look at some of the, you know, I was looking at Joe Lenardi's uh, bracket, early bracket, and again, doesn't mean a whole lot mm-hmm. uh, at fun, this point. But, but it's fun to look yeah, at. Yeah, and the thing that jumped out to me is Big Ten's going to be pretty mediocre. Uh Indiana's like a four seed, and they're the best uh, really? team in there. Wow! Yeah, and then everybody else was like six to ten. So I think it's going to look a lot like maybe like last year in some respects, where it's just this logjam of twelve and eight, kind of uh, thirteen and seven teams uh, that that are just the bulk of uh, of of the conference. But maybe Indiana is going to be just head and shoulders above everybody else. I just don't think the league's going to be that 
not great this year. And I saw one projection, projection, somebody wrote it up, and I can't remember where it was, uh, you know, it might have been like one of the basketball sites or something. They had Iowa third in the Big Ten this year. So we'll hmm. see if that, uh, if that, uh, ends up being true, but. I thought that was kind of interesting. We've seen some growth spurts uh, over the, uh, you know, following the team as long as you have. Uh, uh, Patrick McCaffrey comes to mind. He, he certainly shot up. Uh, apparently, some, some of the Iowa media believes that Peyton Sanford has grown since the last time they seen him. Did you see that? Taller wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was there the, I was there the other day, and he met, somebody mentioned it, and he goes, you know, I, I've, I've grown like an inch since. He's almost six eight, and he came in at like six six and a half. So, um, you know, six 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 and a half. He's almost six eight. So, and he had he told he said he hadn't grown really uh, in the last couple of years of high school. So, I thought that was funny that he's uh, sprouted up another uh, inch plus. And um, and and that um, you know he mentioned that uh, they've talked to him about maybe playing some four. So that would be interesting if he's playing anywhere from a four to a two uh, in Iowa's offense that gives them a little more flexibility and another kind of option in the front court uh, offensively as well. Was it Utah that had that really, yeah. like, uh, not uh, not uh, normal, but he had a huge growth spurt, did he not? What am I thinking? I think that sounds I think right. Arise. What, yeah. Do you remember that, Tom? Yeah, and, you know, you look at, uh, like, Chris and Keegan Murray, I mean, they were about six one, six two, and... Um, mm-hmm like sophomore year of high school and they're both now six, you know eight. Six, eight, six nine. Yeah. So um yeah, they they've shot up, uh both shot up uh, quite a bit too. But that was more in in high school and then they just kind of filled out when they went to D M E and then their first couple of years at Iowa. Saw the field of sixty eight had their breakout candidates for college basketball. Chris Murray was number six on the list. Uh, number three, excuse me, on the list. He had a chance to talk also with Chris as he comes back now for another season with the Hoop team. What do you anticipate? What's the year going to look like for Chris Murray next season? Yeah, he's, you know, much like his brother, he's going to jump up on the on the uh, scouting report mm-hmm. uh, like, like Keegan did. Um, you know, uh, you talk about Keegan freshman year. Keegan was probably, you know, fifth or sixth on that scout and, and – Last year he was number one with a bullet, and he was able to handle that. Chris was probably you know fourth, fifth on the scouts uh, this past year uh, for Iowa, and now he's going to be number one with a bullet. And uh, he's pretty excited to kind of uh, there's competitiveness amongst those twin <laughs> brothers. <laughs> Just is. I, I've joked with Chris that is he going to have like you know twenty four and eight uh, plastered up on a wall. Uh, to measure himself, uh, you know, uh, his brother's numbers last year, and he kind of smiled. Uh, he, he's and Chris is more than happy to tell you that when they were doing those uh, one-on-one workouts in Chicago during the draft uh, training, that uh, he was kicking his brother's butt, and he basically said his brother can't guard him. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, he, there's some competitiveness with those two, so. I suspect Chris is going to have a big year. All right, so the uh, last thing for me, Tom, of course, uh, we will find out, and Keegan will find out, more importantly, where he's going to be uh, calling home, at least to begin his professional career. Five to Detroit, Tom. It, boy, it sure seems like most people think he does, because I think the Pacers would love to take him at six, but, man, seemingly he won't be there. Is that what you kind of have gleaned over the last week or so? I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, and uh, there's, 
it seems like there's going to be some movement uh, in those top five picks. Maybe at number four, there might be some movement with Sacramento, uh, which has been uh, one of the rumored destinations for Keegan, too. And um, and some teams moving up to get people. And I, I, I think... Uh, I'm not sure Detroit's going to be all that interested in him. I, I, I just don't. I, I know he went and worked out there uh, uh-huh. last week, but I'm just not sure that that they're uh, all that enamored with him because he's just kind of. Uh, they've got Grant already, so I don't know if they really want to do that. They may want to go in a different direction, uh, but Indiana just seems like the perfect mm-hmm. fit. I, I think that's where he's going to ultimately land. At six, or whether they move up in order to get in front of a team, we'll well, we'll know when we talk this time next week, as will have happened the night before. Uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport dot com. Tom, anything coming up this week you'd like to promote at Hawkeye Report before we let you go? Well, I will be uh, actually be in New York City with uh, How about that uh, with Murray's. So uh, next Friday when we talk, uh, I'll be able to. Tell you what it was like at uh, the Barclays Center watching the NBA draft. When do you get there? Are you, are you traveling Thursday or Wednesday? Going, going to go early? Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going in on Tuesday. Nice. Why wouldn't you? The big apple. Why, well, yeah, off. why not? I mean, if you get a chance to spend a couple of days in New York City, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Tom, thank you, Tom. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Have fun in the apple. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Tom, guys. Yep. Take care. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Good for him. Why That's wouldn't great. you? That's great. Taking a ball game, maybe, whether it's City Field or at uh, Yankee Stadium. Uh, both pretty good options. And Iowa with the potential to have their highest ever NBA draft pick. I think I think they will. Does he get by five? Well, this will be one of the things we can bet on. There is NBA betting markets, right? Mm-hmm. Draft yeah. markets? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Not this year. No, July 1st. For Chris year. Murray next year. That's true. Will, will you dabble? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> will I <What> dabble? <laughs> But even in the, I mean, I know the, yes. the, in the NBA. Too. Yes, it doesn't matter. See, I'm looking at. I asked Paul. I'm I'm looking at WNBA lines. I heard you. Yeah, I shook my head. You know what I think? I will get involved with the Cy Young stuff in Oh, absolutely, me. yeah. Like four or five guys in mm-hmm. in both leagues. I think I think that'll be fun. Well, that's July the first. Uh, and you'll make your first Heisman bet the night of July first after a puff, eight <laughs> thirty. <830. laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, we won't take a time out. Before we do that, we'll remind you that the phone lines are wide open right now for the first four callers that have not played for Claxon's Barbecue in the last thirty days. Whether you won or whether you didn't, if you played in the last month, you're out. But if you haven't, we'd love to hear from you at five one five two eight four five nine six six. We'll give you four. Sports questions, games, props, etc. You get the most right. You'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets $25. First four callers right now, 515-284-5966. Trent Condon here for the Grumpy Goat Tavern. Sometimes after arguing with Ken on the radio show... I just need a beer. Or after a long night of calling a game, I just need a beer. My favorite place to stop is the Grumpy Goat Tavern. With two locations in West Des Moines and First Street in Ankeny, where I can stop and grab that cold one. And they have over 50 beers on tap. Of course, my favorite's the domestics, but if you're more adventurous, they have you covered. And it's not just drinks. The Grumpy Goat Tavern takes bar food to a new level. I'll see you next time 
at the Grumpy Go Tavern. Live in Altoona. Why should you apply for a career with Wolf Construction? It's exciting and it's fresh and it's new every day. It creates new challenges and opportunities each day. I wouldn't want to work anywhere else but Wolf Construction. You can look around and go, wow, look what we've accomplished today as a Wolf team. Wolf offers competitive pay. The benefits are great. They have a matching 401k. Don't wait. Apply today at Wolf Construction. Get on board here. Join us here at Wolf Construction. Sign up and let's go. Wolf Construction is a great place to be. Apply today, Wolf Construction. And welcome back. Ten minutes before noon, our final segment of the week. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time for our Claxons Barbecue Giveaway. We do it each and every, for the most part, unless we're on the road. Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, Andy and his team over at Claxons have been serving barbecue for 25 years or thereabouts in the Altoona area. Joe, Zach, Troy, and Adam in that uh, order will give you four uh, games, four props. You give us uh, answers. You get the most rights. You'll get a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets 25 uh, Joe is up first. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. Uh, will an American win the U.S. Open? Yes. Tampa Bay or Colorado in Game 2 tomorrow night? Um, is that the Avalanche? It is. Yes, I'll take the Avalanche. You're taking Colorado, okay. Uh, Sunday night baseball, the White Sox are on the road against the Red Hot Astros. Who wins the game? Astros. The uh, Yankees and the Blue Jays have a three-game series in Toronto this weekend. Who wins the series? Uh, Yankees. Tiebreaker, closest without going over. How many home runs will the Atlanta Braves hit this weekend? A three-game series at Wrigley Field. Ouch. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say seven. Seven. Joe, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Zach is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Zach. Hi. Will an American win the U.S. Open, Zach? No. Tampa Bay or Colorado in Game 2 tomorrow night? Colorado. Sunday night baseball, White Sox-Astros. Who wins? Uh, White Sox. Yankees-Blue Jays, three games set in Toronto. Who wins the series? Blue Jays. Uh, Tiebreaker, how many home runs will the Braves hit this weekend versus the Cubs? All three games. Uh, Four. Zach, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Troy is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Troy. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good to hear from you. Uh, Will an American win the U.S. Open, Troy? Yes. Tampa Bay or Colorado in Game 2 tomorrow night? Uh, Colorado. Sunday night baseball, White Sox or Astros? Astros. Yankees or Blue Jays? Three games set at Rogers in Toronto. Yankees. Tiebreaker. How many home runs do the Braves hit this weekend uh, against the Cubs? One. I love Sticky McFadden. <laughs> See you, Troy. Uh, we both we all frequent the same website. Uh-huh. We we know that reference. Not everybody out there gets that one. No. You got us, Troy. That was good. Yeah. Uh, well done. Um, Nobody likes Stinky. Anyway. No. Guy's in a whack job. He's out there. I'll say that much. Uh, Adam joins the program, our final contestant here. Adam, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Will an American win the U.S. Open? Negative. Tampa Bay or Colorado, game two? Tampa Bay. 
White Sox or Astros, Sunday night baseball? Astros. Yanks, Blue Jays, three-game set in Toronto. My Bronx Bombers. How many home runs do the Braves hit this weekend versus the Cubs at Wrigley? Six. Adam, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Claxons, 3131 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Well, you've been Mr. Mom all week. I have. <laughs> when does Tara get home? I'm guessing you're answering the same question. Uh, midnight tonight. Oh, is she's late when, tonight. Yes, is when she's scheduled. Are you picking her up? No. Oh, good. Just got the text. Uh-huh. Tomorrow morning now? Uh, flight out of L.A. to Phoenix, where they connect, and delayed. Uh, I've taken that fl- flight out of Phoenix on Friday night before. It's usually yeah. packed. It's brutal. So now she's got to find another flight. And then another connecting flight. Mm. And she had a, a nightmare getting there, right? Getting there also. Travel. So fun. That's another why, day or two. and That's why if you can fly nonstop, yes. you do it. Every well, single chance you can. That second week in August when we're going to be in You're Vegas. You're flying Frontier, correct? And yes, got to direct. That leaves like Thursday afternoon, like a 4 o'clock, something like that. Back Sunday, leave at 1 o'clock Vegas time. I can sleep in a little bit. No, you won't. You'll be sunburned from sitting out in the, at the pool. I'm going to be having a lot of cocktails. Mm. Come join us. It'll be fun. Uh, you know what? I want to make sure we have time to do this here today. Well, more Fernando, you're coming up in an hour and five minutes. But Fanatics, it's Sean Roberts and it's Ross Peterson. Mm-hmm. And darn it, that's the. I'm rooting for that duo. It sounds like a heck of a I combo. I am. Sean Roberts, break a leg, dude. Got a lot of people rooting for you today. Mm-hmm. You really do. And he certainly deserves it. He has paid his dues. Roberts and Petey this afternoon. Uh, Emery, plus one at 6 o'clock as well. Have a great weekend. Happy Fathers to you fathers out there. Miller and Condon, 106.7.